now batting for the sports animal your afternoon drive number two men on Van Nunley and Fred Slow and in the on deck circle Robert Buck D Gibson this is two men on with Van Nunley and Fred Slow It's Tuesday, Albuquerque, and I'm on one. You know what that means. It means Fred's going to railroad the show, and everyone's going to send complaints to Tyler Lovely, who makes this thing go round. Tyler Lovely, welcome to the show. If you call Robert Gibson, Buck D, one time on this show today, I will ask you to leave, but I will do it in a way to where you don't say yes, you just do it. I just, I just had that talk with him. I'm leaving it out the studio, but I'll let you know it's going to be difficult. <laughs> Robert, Robert Gibson on the show. Let's What up? Go. What up? What up? Yeah, I had to talk with him. I was like, yeah, this ain't the place. Bro. This ain't the one. This ain't it. This ain't it. This ain't the club. No. The comedy club is what I meant by that, Robert. Different audience, if you will. Then what, Van? Use your words. The comedy club. Yes. I'm so angry today. Oh, No. I see it all you know, over your face. I just walked in. I, I, this yeah, is you got to catch this rap. For the OG friend of the show who's been around since the ABQ Central Saturday morning days. This is your move. This used to be standard. Yeah. We'd show up like five minutes before the show started. Right, and to just, be fair. To be fair. I would prep. I will problem. never say What's that corny line oh, ever in his. You will say it. You'll say it. Tyler, Tyler, never say that. Tyler, you never say that. Everyone say it. It's your no, turn, Robert. Now never. you do it. Mm-mm. <laughs> Leaving that out the studio as well. <laughs> it's uh, cultural and generational nose coming from each side of us. But, yeah, we used to just show up like oh, five or ten minutes before the show you on did. Saturday. No, we I, I, did. I really don't believe Fred would do that. He, I, don't, I really don't believe 100%. that. 100%. Morning radio is a joke. Like, you plan the whole thing out the night before. Like, you only have to walk in five minutes before. Yeah. Everything's done. Like, you go to bed at 1030, you're like, all right, here's the show. Yeah. Like, and, and while, you know, you're welcome, Albuquerque, you get way more of us now. I think we were funnier, like, in the middle of despair and hungover, like, walking in right at the beginning of the show. Oh, my God. On Saturday morning. This is the most, like, short-sighted understanding of anything ever. You are funnier when you only have to be funny one day a week. That's when you are funnier. <laughs> it has nothing to do you're with your wrong. state of inebriation. You're not wrong. Also, I'm on one today. Uh-oh. Okay, go yeah. on. I'm going roundtable roasting. Obviously, I would start with Tyler, but the friends of the show don't know him yet, but okay. it's the easiest one to start oh, with. Sure. Yeah, he's got he's to get the uh, indoctrination uh, of the show. Hey, Tyler started with Cumulus Broadcasting a week ago, and Charles Barkley's doing a bit on him about load management already. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's Tyler Lovely. He's in here once a week? Yeah. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> He get warm-up times. He get drive times. There's always snacks. And, and he lives off sugary treats anyways. This break room should be his safe haven here. Oh, you're going to love me then, Tyler. I'm going to bring you all the snacks. Wait a minute. I think he lives in the break room. I was, I, I was like, man, he's getting a lot of hours, but he's just there. He's, <laughs> ooh. That cup of coffee I got from the break room is the first calories I've had since yesterday's show. Tyler, I brought you a package of uh, fruit chews. Um, these are what I give to the student workers I have at the university, and they work harder whenever I give them to them. Oh. Not for you whatsoever. This is, hey, this is happenstance. <laughs> Fred's welcoming gift for me was was a single Snickers, not king-sized, I'd like to point out. 
gave us Snickers when he showed up. Like a full size one? But no, not a full not a like it was. Like a, a I mean, it was size? a full size, but it wasn't a king size. Well, like the uh, point. well okay, choosers uh, over here, choosers uh, over uh, here, right? Hey, sorry. The way he's built, that's like a week's worth of food right there. Uh, uh, <laughs> a king size is an extra meal at least. Like Tyler, you know how you get when you're hungry. The way you are all the time. That's how you are when you're hungry. Wait a minute. We're going too far. What, what, why are you so upset, Fred? Speaking about the king, we're going to talk about oh, LeBron. Oh, right, 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 right. Forgot. You're on one. We're going to talk yeah, about what, LeBron at length. Let's let you be on one. From the live chat, what do you know about zebra cakes? First of all, hey, today, now you're talking. Today's I nine varsity is wow. the I nine varsity of dessert cakes. Okay, all right. We're not, we're not going straight, li- little Debbie. Yeah, yeah. That's, I'm going to go in my little Debbie's library. This is across the board. This could be any baking any. company. Yeah, any, obviously, any. Okay. Do all sorts of burritos count? Is that baked? No, those are fried. Never. Didn't mind. you say sugar? Can you say sugary said dessert? Dessert. Cake. Oh well, that's sugar. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Dessert. All right, that's what I'm you. saying. Yesterday you weren't here, Robert. We did the I nine varsity of. Um, let me make sure I got this correct. Cholo Transformers. That is correct. It was a very good one. It was one of the best. Ones. Tyler shined on this show for the first time ever. <laughs> he just got here, man. <laughs> I think I was on the show for the first time ever. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm on one today. About load management. Do you, do you miss Allsup's to Miss Prime? That used to be right there on the corner. Is that why you're on one? I'm on. That's they didn't fix them and bring them back the next day. So when we left yesterday, I drove down Fourth and Lomas just to see if it was gone the way that you said it was. Because I, I often you're coined as a fabulous liar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just wildly incorrect. That too. I hit that one a lot. What it could have happened was you had heard that it had fallen over from like a passerby. And then you just ran with that as a factual story. No, that's it's still the biggest story in the news today in Albuquerque. See, they knocked over Optimus Prime on purpose. Let me take off my headphones, put on my tinfoil hat real quick. Okay, go oh, ahead. To, go. Distract, to distract us from Xfinity going down. There might have been yeah. domestic terrorism in Albuquerque, New Mexico yesterday, and we'll never get to the bottom of it because Optimus Primo got knocked over, and that's all anyone's talking about. Actually, it wasn't even a Transformer. Say more. It was Iron Man. Oh, it was a Transformer with an Iron Man heart. Oh, Iron Man. Just the dude in the tin iron suit. What is the iron heart? What is that? (laughs) What do you call it? The little orb he's got in the middle of his chest? The iron heart. (laughs) I don't. Oh, the flux capacitor. (laughs) Yeah, that. Yeah, but it's not. Oh, okay. It's okay to call it a flux capacitor. Uh, the antimanium or whatever it's called. The iron heart is wrong, but flux capacitor is somehow passable. I believe it's called a Stark mini reactor, and I did oh. not Google that. That's the thing I think I know. Man. I like that a lot. I'm telling I you. I thought it was clear kryptonite. I didn't know. <laughs> not so bad. Need to uh, apologize to everyone in the whole world that I've ever wronged. And I'd like to do that right now because Charles Barkley has got me so fired up, boys. Oh, and, uh, Okay. Are you agreeing with him or are you disagreeing? I've never disagreed more with anyone in my entire life. All right, let me hear this. Charles Barkley said, quote, wait a minute. Arc reactor. Arc reactor. We're all wrong. And we're all super wrong. Of course, DWC knows that one. Shout out to DWC. What's up, young homie? David Weesey Carl, who will be joining us for today's I-9 Varsity, the I-9 Varsity of dessert cakes. We'll be doing that at 6 o'clock. Charles Barkley said, quote, wait a minute, you got to make 70 mil and you can't play basketball three or four days a week? 
They fly private. They got the best medical staff ever created. People working in the steel mill every day, I'm pretty sure they tired too. But they go to work every day. Chuck, shut up. I cannot deal. Let me hear this. Let me hear this. I oh. cannot deal at all oh. with Charles Barkley oh. telling me how other people should be doing their job. I'm not about this life. I will spend forever justifying, protecting Greg Popovich and his decision to change the NBA for the better by allowing his guys to communicate about, oh, I don't know what, their bodies? Are they allowed to be an authority on that? I think they are. Their mental health? What? Their emotional health? What? Their spiritual connectivity to others? And we're going to say just because they have financial gain that they're not allowed to exist in a world to where they're rewarded for their skill, talent, times, and efforts? Hey, Chuck, shut up. Everyone that says you can't have a day off, shut up. Everyone that says you can't do it the way you think is best, <laughs> shut up. I see what he's doing. Fred, you are the old man <laughs> on the porch. Yeah, he is. You are Charles Barkley. Yeah. You are so no, reminiscent. No, no, no. You think you know everything. He's Charles Barkley without the NBA career. That's yeah. what it is. Oh, he, sorry. He I wasn't can, fat and he, six he, foot six. He can say this because he's done it. He can say this. <laughs> Just because you hoop it up at the YMCA once a week, Super you think you're the basketball you. expert. Good Lord, get yeah. out of here. Yeah. Charles Barkley is correct. Yes. They should be getting penalized for games they miss. Yes. If you don't show up and play for the fans who give you money, okay, who give the owner money, Thank you. who in turn give you money, mm-hmm. he is correct about everything. Correct about nothing. Private jets, yes. massage therapists mm-hmm. every day, the best medical treatment in mm-hmm. the world. Oh, cool. Hey, more days off. A lot of perks to that and, job. Than Charles had in his generation. He is correct. And I don't care about one player needing a day off because he's got a nagging injury. You got a nagging injury? Put it on the injury report. Yeah. That's fine. But don't fake it for load management. There is some kid, some family who saved up for months to travel and come see you and watch you ball. And Charles Barkley, old man on the porch that he is, he's finally right about this one. Here's the issue. I think... Fred is equating professional sports to regular old Joe. Everyone. You that's not, no. What? No, no, no. Because you can't be selective in this. Because you have people, think about when when, when athletes, they speak out on social issues. What do oh, they say? To me? No, what do they say to them usually? Shut up and play ball. Uh, yeah. Okay, you're talking about okay. the masses. I right, thought you right. were the athletes. No, 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 no. Sorry. They, play, they say shut up and play ball. Yeah, right. shut up and dribble. That's your job, right? Even yeah. though I don't agree with that, I understand where they're coming from. I don't agree with it. But on this right here, I got to side with Van because I was that little grown Ooh. adult. Ooh. I wasn't a kid, though. I was a 30-something-year-old man. Went to go see Kobe. And they were like, oh, Kobe's not playing today. And he wasn't hurt and none of that. So – it's not just you. The fans make you who you are. It, if you don't play, you don't have fans. You don't have viewership. We ourselves, we haven't even watched basketball all season. Well, I we had it last week. We, we, okay, the All-Star game. Yep, that's when I started to wrap See what I'm saying? Last Wednesday. Even then, in the All-Star game, there were players that didn't even show up. It was like, ah, we're not playing. We don't sure. care. You can't do that because once you start doing that, the regular season has no kind of importance. Regardless of your job, your job title, the industry you choose to be a part of. Hey, because if I right now would have been like 20 years ago, I'd be like, oh, I think I'll go pro in basketball. Could I have played in the NBA? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Hey, could I have played somewhere at some level? Not that far-fetched. Right. Not that far-fetched at all. 
Uh, Serbia has a very competitive. That's basketball what I'm saying. League. Yeah, I think we're talking about two different things because I, I see friend of the show is saying rich people can't have mental health problems as a question. Oh, they have, no, they absolutely can. Stay having them. I think we're talking about two different things. Correct. And I think Fred's talking about two different things too. Yeah, if you need a day off, that's fine. There are players that are actually just not playing because they're saying I don't need to play. I don't. It's not a reason. They're just like, I don't want to. I'm not playing. To me, you can't do that when you're under a signed contract. To me, when you get to a certain level, you dictate your workload. To me, when you get to a certain level, if David Letterman don't want to work Fridays, David Letterman don't freaking work Friday. But he also has to take take what comes with not working Fridays with somebody else being the best. Could be. Yeah, sure. but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yep. And also, he has to renegotiate his contract. Exactly. He's not getting paid the same. He's going to hey. get yeah. paid twenty percent less because he's working twenty percent oh, less. One hundred percent is not. Then you have the network that'll come down on him. Is like, hey, our viewers are going down because you're not here on Friday. Yeah. Now, to be fair, this is a bad example. To be fair, Why are y'all keep saying that corny line? That is horrible. <laughs> I'm load management from that. That's what I'm doing. He, Worldwide Pants bought the protection oh, hour, so there was and, all these other rules. Defense, with him. We've never played. <laughs> never. <game. laughs> The point is, the NBA is not paying these dudes less for playing less. Therefore, the vacuum system that you boys are talking about does not exist. It's about to. Ain't. Yeah. It's about to. You're going to tell me they're going to get paid per minute? You know no. how you know I'm going to lose my they, stuff they, on the bench? They might get paid per games. You have to get the, play Dress this amount play. of games short of injury or Dress. short of mental health. Something that can be proven and quantified, not just, oh. I don't want to play. You see, baseball is really good at that. Yeah. You get your guaranteed base salary, and then you get innings limits or at-bats limits, or you pitch X amount of innings, you get a big bonus, you get X amount of at-bats, you get a big bonus to ensure you're out there on the field. It should be the exact same thing mm-hmm. with basketball contracts. Yeah. You, right. get, you get your big guaranteed amount, mm-hmm. and then you have your minutes levels, you have your games played levels. Sure. You have your all-star votes, your MVP votes, blah, blah, blah. Instead of just guaranteed money, and people's like, eh, I don't feel like it today. Here's what I'm telling you. Or, I, don't, I don't do back-to-back road games. You get, they don't do those anymore. David Stern fixed that. By the way, David Stern is a hero. David Stern was like, oh, what's that, players? You don't want to play back-to-backs? Cool, got you. What's that, players? You need a week off for the all-star game? Got you. What's they, that, players? They still do it. It's just not as frequent. That's correct. Yeah. You are correct. Yeah. 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 So if we're talking about five times a season, maybe, maybe. Not really. Hey, if that's, a, if that's the way you approach business, approach business that way. I got zero problem with that. Sure. I got zero with, problem with any single, and I am pro-labor. Don't care if you're making millions of dollars. Don't care if you're making minimums of dollars. Right. I am pro-labor. And if pro-labor can establish that they can get to the precipice of their profession with a certain approach that's working, forget owner. Forget the NBA. Forget fan base. The lower bowl paying for tickets at crypto whatever arena. Hey, sucks for you that you drop two hundred bucks for parking and you drop ten grand a season for these tickets. And you're also Jack Nicholas or whoever. Sure, sucks for you that you don't get to see Paul Gasol one night. I don't even know a place for the Lakers. But we're not we're not talking <laughs> they, about they, they change teams every week. <laughs> we're not talking about Jack Nicholas or Jack Nicholson. No. whichever one is in, which in I, LA we are. I never know. But we are talking about that family that saved up for months, who traveled, who get they get to pick one game a year, and they want to go see LeBron James. Sure. They want to see Steph Curry. They want to see Giannis. And they spend all this money, and they show up. And instead of watching some cool basketball with these 
superstars that they adore and admire for a couple hours. Great Britain's World Baseball They got to fill their kid full of soda pop and sugar to make him forget how disappointed he is. You got to go buy him a new hoodie to mop up all the tears because Steph Curry's not playing that night. Steph Curry's never playing, first of all. That's a bad bet to ever. <laughs> ever. Yeah. The thing is, man, if you have your consumer upset, it's going to hurt in the long run. And it's hurting the NBA right the, now. The NBA don't live off the gate, boys. The NBA lives no. on sponsorship dollars right. and TV dollars. Right. Yes. Right. Wish.com, right here on mm-hmm. LeBron's jersey. Okay. They don't care about the gate. They don't care about popcorn. I, I'm not talking about, like, the people actually coming. I'm, it's, it's a whole thing. It's like people who want to watch because – if you're allowing load management for people who are not hurt, who for people who don't have issues where they can't play, and they're your top dudes every single week, every single game, it's going to hurt in the long run. It's the gate, the viewership. You can't cry and say, oh, this is the lowest viewed. Well, because nobody's playing. Mm-hmm. Nobody's you, playing. Can't, you can't be mad about that. We even said it. We haven't watched a game. I started last Wednesday. <laughs> me too. I've watched three games all me, year. You couldn't tell me who's where they're at without me Googling. For real. I can't tell you who's leading. Who's I know where the Lakers are because they no, talk about it all the time. I, I only know this because I started paying attention after the All-Star break. Right. Now, yeah. Tyler doesn't get a vote in this because obvious reasons. Would you guys like me to continue to be mad after the break and go on with this? Or do you want to make fun of Russell Wilson's personal office at the Denver Broncos Stadium? We can do both. Yes, we, we can. can do both. I like okay. both. Fred keeps losing it whenever we get back. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Okay, I got some text, I got some feedback, and I'm willing to make one concession. I'm willing to backpedal on one aspect. If your team, home or away, if you have, like, flex ticket pricing, if you are the Memphis Grizzlies and you flex your tickets for when L.A. comes to town, Stop doing that. I'll give you that one. If you can't assure no. the product on the court. No. No, no, no. Leave the tickets the exact same boosted price. But if LeBron doesn't play or yeah, Steph you doesn't go. play, there you go. You get your discount. Yeah. It goes down to the lowest level of price. There you go. Super. All season long. All season long for yeah. every ticket. Because mm-hmm. that, that level of game that you're going to see is not the same. Sure. I get that you want to spend a ton to watch a superstar. I super get that. Yeah. And if that comes to you last minute as a fan, that your favorite player is not playing. This exact same thing happened to me. I went all the way to Philadelphia to watch Gardner Minshew play for the Eagles. They didn't even put him in the game. And I was mad. Well, you should have known that. Oh, interesting. They still <laughs> took my money. You should have how that's interesting. A, that's a super bad example. So I, I think <laughs> it's a horrible example. Yeah. Sure. It is not. It's a horrible example. I have a favorite player. He didn't play. I'm mad. I don't want to pay. Awful example. The, horrible. Hey, you know what else I'm entitled to? Everything. You can't really use baseball as an example either because they play 162 friggin' games. Yeah. They 100% have to do load management. I hate Cal Ripken. But NFL players, the best players are going to play unless they're injured. If you work with Cal Ripken at your everyday job, you hate that dude. You hate the dude with perfect attendance. You hate the dude that's praised for it. You hate the dude well, that never misses a shift. Well, it's not even that. That dude's a loser. He, he was good at it. He wasn't just showing up just to be there. He was uh, good at it. Super he good. was great at yeah, it. Yeah, best in that, play. That's why I wouldn't like him. He's just good. Yeah.
You're just good. I don't like you. You even try it? <laughs> yeah. He just punches in every day. Yeah. Here. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's not like he was a teacher's pet or anything. He just loved the game. He had a passion for it and showed up every time because he's a good teammate. Uh, what I think this he wasn't is. wasn't being a kiss ass. What I think he loves this is. the game. No. Yes. 100%. He's not a te- Kyle Ripken Jr. ain't no teacher's pet. He is, he is a passionate baseball player. Are you talking player. about Cal Mama's boy Ripken Jr.? Mama's boy? That's how I feel. Okay. Man. Billy Ripken, maybe. You see the way he acts in public? Yeah, but you see the butt of his he's bat? A, he's a, That's a bad dude. <laughs> I would milk the Ripken name, too. What are you talking 100%. about? He good on the mic? <laughs> I might change my name to Ripken. <laughs> hey, that's how bad of a dude Billy Ripken is. He go from a playing career to a broadcasting career. This dude know how to grind. He goes hard. But you know what else he does? Takes a freaking day off when he needs one. Everyone needs a freaking day off. And if you don't, if you're a person who claims you don't, and you're like, hey, I have a mechanism that really works. Let's all go with this agreed-upon system. Like, I don't know. What could we call it? What's a clever name? Load management. <laughs> I think you might have been a little bit louder than me there, Fred. I screamed Oxycontin. Yeah. Man. And you screamed load management. You know what? Of course you, you, know, did, Brett. you know, You know who really needed Fred? My people back in the plantation days. <laughs> oh, shit. You would have been great. <laughs> We'd have loved Fred. Oh. oh. <laughs> We need more like you, Brad. <laughs> you got to take a day off. That's what <laughs> you finally proved. Oh, man. You finally proved a white guy correct for the first time in the history <laughs> of whiteness. Why are you doing that on February 28th? Yeah, yeah. Why are you waiting until right now? Uh, you got one. This is the last day. I had to give you your this props, man. <laughs> you got a little something in you. That's why March 1st is my favorite day of the year. 100% my favorite day of the year. So much time. It's the most time. <gasps> That's what every disillusioned white guy. <laughs> yeah, I'd be the most benevolent slave owner. Gosh, I know, I know. There's no way. There's no way I could have done it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I believe Fred. <laughs> <laughs> You're going off. Yeah, he's bad. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Chuck is. Chuck jealous. Chuck jealous that he never got that that big forget you money that all these dudes are getting. Chuck right. jealous that he didn't have control of his playing time, career, days, efforts. Chuck jealous. That people don't say Chuck's name when they're talking about dudes. Chuck is jealous. And Chuck needs to shut up. I think that's a part of it. That is a part of it. But he, you're always going to have the guy who did it before, who did it differently, not liking the new style. That, I don't care what it is. It can be in any occupation, any anything. The old guy is never going to like the oh, new Oh, old heads hate new heads. Yeah. 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 Also, if he would have bought stock in Apple instead of going to the casino... He might have complained a little less because <laughs> Chuck legit gambled the majority of his money away. Right. Whether he loves working or not, he needs to. Yeah. Oh, so he had to work harder to get more money, defeat his vice. You know who don't? LeBron, because he takes days off. Except right, that's a bad example because of the ankle yeah, thing. Right thank now. you. But <laughs> these examples are horrible. <laughs> <laughs> the best load management example of all time, and I think we'll all agree, is Greg Popovich and the San Antonio Spurs from 15 years ago when this thing started and no well, one was talking. Well, yeah, because yeah. all of his players were old. Yeah, he was, all of his, his players were lineup. old. You just sit him. He's old. No, he would literally put old on the injury report. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and in case of Manu, one time he put old and bald. <laughs> That's the sweetest diss ever. Ka- Kawhi Leonard is the one that everyone talks about when it comes to this. Oh yeah. Um, but you don't know. You don't. What's the difference between being legitimately hurt and recovering and coming back to where you were 100% or you're just like, ah, these, uh, these ain't it. Well, LeBron knows that he's got to go on a streak. Thank and you. He plays injured. 
because he knows that he has to win that game against uh, a team ahead of him in the the standings. Good point from the live chat. NBA, CBA would never allow us to talk about refunding tickets and prices of that. It would never happen because there's a 51-49 split. Here's the point. And I'm sorry that I'm not making it more articulately, even though I speak for a living. You can take a day anytime you want, no matter what. Don't care about the circumstance or the premise. Robert, you very recently worked a nine-to-five job like two years ago. Yeah. Van, you very recently worked a nine-to-five job like two years ago. Yeah. I very recently worked a nine-to-five job like two years ago. Every day that the three of us were at that job was the worst day of our life. We oh. didn't want to be there. Oh, my gosh. And that is, there's a toxicity. I, but I get but, the, I but, get the generalization, but, but that's incorrect. I, I'm going I'm to be, be honest with you. If I was getting the $20 million, what? I'm happy. Sure. I'm happy as hell to be there. So it's about, about forget you money. That's all. Yeah. The, only, the only conversation here is forget you money. Or, or well, and, there's, and see, this is where I have a problem with it because it's not the same as the work environment that we're talking about. Like, they're, they're doing something. It's very rare that you do something in life that you love as your job. Those guys are getting to do it. And then there's the competitive aspect. I don't like the fact that you're going to play your rival, the team that you that everyone wants to see you play, and you're like, nah, I'm not going to play this game. You that, know the stadium's going to be sold out. It's, not, it's not the same. I don't think load management and being hurt are the same things. It's not no, their no. rival. I mean, that's it right there. Yeah. That's the distinction. Yes. If you have an actual injury, put it yeah. in the injury report, show some proof, talk to the reporters because they're going to follow up on it. If it's load management, if you just need a day off because you're tired or stressed out, like regular, like Chuck said, like regular worker guy See, does not have that option. They, oh, how, many, how, many mental, don't. how many mental you health don't. days does a construction worker have? Oh, let, the, let the trash man say, hey, I'm not feeling it this Tuesday. 14 oh. a year? Yeah. Hey, but hey, construction worker, good example. They work nine months a year, right? Nine months, they get a couple off for winter. That's about right. Right. If that's not right, it's close. And then what do you do? You go to work every day? How long? Ten hours? Oh, that's a long day. What do you do at night? Self-medicate? Oh, that's a long night. Mm-hmm. What do you do the next day? Repeat? Oh, that's a long night. What do you do come those three months? Oh, can't pay for that truck anymore. Can't pay for that boat anymore. Got to get in a fight with your wife. Got to get in a fight with your dog. Got to get in a fight with your kids, your kid's girlfriend. You, the, the, it okay, just, hold on. But, but Albuquerque, then, friend of the show. Yeah. We are not anti-construction. Yeah. Well, I'm absolutely not. But I mean, if, if you're <laughs> intently listening to the words of Fred yeah, Flo. Somebody about to call. He is hey. painting with a broad brush. <laughs> somebody about to but, call. Hey, but you pointing that out, you're the problem here in this audience. Because what you're hearing is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that construction worker deserves those days off yeah, throughout but, that process. Because otherwise their life cripples. Yeah, you're right. They deserve it, but they don't get it. And that's the thing. The, it's the, the, the problem. The, the problem is you have someone, whoever the owner is of the company or the manager or sure. the supervisor, yeah. they deem you lazy. We can't have you. We need someone that's going to show well, up to work. And that's the problem with the Acme company. Mm-hmm. Because right now in the NBA, if you're Memphis, you have to as publicly announce that you give your guys load management the way that Boston does, the way that L.A. both teams do. Yeah. Because when the time comes to get those top-tier talents, players, labor, boys, yeah. you are then a competitive organization versus the organization that's like, oh, we play our guys every day no matter what. It's yeah. about uh, just going down there and grinding down to your knees don't work anymore and uh, Rudy Gay. That's what ends if, up happening. If we're talking about the contracts, like, go crazy. Get out there, make as much as you can, get all the guaranteed money. I agree. Whatever. But I'm looking at it through the lens, like I've used this example before, as the kid, as the family who saved up money for months and months and months, who goes, mm-hmm. and they don't get a chance to see them. Like, that is BS. And there needs to be some. Yeah, that's the part, too. There needs to be some recompense for these fans, for these kids, for these, these viewers 
who are dumping insane amounts of money on these players. See, but how, how often do we see in the contract year someone who's load managed? Contract year, they ball out. They play every game and yes. have the best averages. Yeah. And you're like, why in the world does yeah. it take a contract year for me to be able to see this from my favorite player on my favorite team? I don't have a problem with people professionally only, not personally, Trevor Bowering the system. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to go out there, take oh, a one-year that's a, that, deal. That's a, that's a good example. Every de- every year, go super hard. Make the max you can make that year and go again. Love it. Go get it. Don't do that. Yeah. Do not do that. But I feel about fans the way I feel about draft picks. Like, it is not on the talent. It is not on the labor to be concerned with that. It is on them to maximize their opportunity and earning potential in their prime earning years. Correct, but it's a bigger hey, problem than just the players getting money. You're, you're, you're Bill Russell. You ain't signing no autographs, nothing. <laughs> I don't care about y'all. Yeah. I'm the Warren Moon. <laughs> this has to be. The only oh, thing I'm signing is contracts. Oh God, you're Get not, out of my face. You're not anywhere close to being as bad as Warren Moon. <laughs> I don't know, man. Even as horrible and wrong as you are right now in this moment, you're still not Warren Moon levels of horrible. Is the most important thing winning a championship or is the most important thing playing 60-plus games in a regular season? Um, it depends on if you don't win a lot of those games, you ain't winning a championship. There it is. That's the problem. Over half the league makes the playoffs. The regular season is 82 games long. Here's what I'm saying, boy. So it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You there, skip there games. There you go. Hey, you want to you fix this thing? Let's go down to 60 games. Hey, you want to fix this thing? Season's longer. But, but here's the problem with that. <clears throat> We're in the league now. We got a lot of stat chasers. Record steady chasing record breakers that want to hit these records. You do that, you take them out. They're going to be crying about it. What has them do on top? On top of that, which is a very valid point, the owners are not taking less games. Yeah, that's that. That's digging in their pockets for sure. Less revenue on TV, less Mm -hmm. revenue in person. Like that's just. Let's do this. I see the phone lines are heating up, but I wasn't paying attention because I was so fired up. And we have a new producer, Tyler, who didn't put it in the little board thing, so we'll figure that out on the other okay. end. Okay. <laughs> wow. He's cutting his teeth back. Cutting, he's figuring it out. But let's go to break. Where we get back, we'll grab our caller. What do we get? Tyler, who's on the phone? We got Frank on the line. Oh, I'll take okay, it I'm very easy excited on that. Tyler. Well, let me apologize to he's, yeah. the sixth man. He's not, he's not load managing. Robert he's Clark here. Gibson is load managing today. <laughs> he's not producing. Friend of the show, Frank, whenever we get back, is two men on 95.9 <laughs> FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Friend of the show, Frank. Sorry I kept you waiting so long, brother. Welcome. Thanks. You know, your buddy there said something about, oh, God, they're calling right now. I thought, I'm going to do it. I'm the guy. Uh, <laughs> That's so funny. Um, I just want to make a couple points about <laughs> construction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, here we go. Get him, go. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, we lost them. I'm heartbroken right now. Oh. Got to call back. You know what it is? Frank. Frank has to call Frank, back. Frank, call back. You know those indestructible Nokia cell phones that construction workers have? Really bad service. Yeah, that's what it is. It's just that's bad what service. it is. It's his, <laughs> yeah. He tried to next tell chirp us. Uh-huh. Where you at? Call in on, with your wife's iPhone. <laughs> 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 we need the Bluetooth. He sounded like he was on site, too. Duh. Figuring it out. So Tyler just checked the phone. He's not there. But Frank, call back to the program. 
because I want Frank's insight, and I yeah, want him to please. say exactly how correct I am about the vicious life cycle that is construction workers whenever labor is not afforded fair time to recover mentally, emotionally, and spiritually throughout the course of not just their workday, their everyday life. Boys, I don't have work-life balance. I just have life. Van, do you think that's what Frank was going to talk about? No, he was going to berate you <laughs> right? for painting with a broad brush. Frank, welcome back to the show. He's back. He's back. Hey, uh, wind working because I'm on the roof. I've got to get down here because i got a twitter in my hand. Oh, gosh. i got I got to get home and dig that out tonight. We work six days a week. We put up a 90-foot fence on Sunday in that wind. I don't know what you guys were doing. I carry a 42-inch TV in my truck so I can watch football on Sunday. Love that. The people who work the people who work nine months are called teachers, and they get yeah. paid to do that. I was just about to say that. Yep. Uh, now, we, we drive around in big, huge trucks, and they cost a lot of money in gas because they make a lot of money. But I'm broken, man. I'm 62 years old. I am broken, up and down, up and down. I don't pay to watch athletes anymore. I watch on TV, but but I'm bitter about it. I busted and killed myself my whole life. I, I don't spend one penny on sports, but I watch everything. Does that make sense? It does. Sure. Yep. Sure. All right, Frank, how many I, load management days have you had in your career? <laughs> I'm telling you, I, my guys work six days a week. I work seven days for 40 years. Wow. That's a few wives. You know that? <laughs> <laughs> I love Joe. I called with happiness, not, not to be mean. No, yeah. everyone that comes at me is my favorite part of the show. Correct. There's, I thought for there some time go. there was a cowardice about it. But whenever Frank calls the show and is like, listen, Fred, you're as soft as you sound. Yes. Yes, I am. I'm 100% that. Also, Frank, thank you for taking the time, brother, on the Sports Animal Hotline. I like that. Yeah. Boom. That's what I'm saying to you, This is why the construction worker example was a poor example. Yeah, he shouldn't have pulled that one. That's 100% a good example. Because overwhelmingly in the 90th percentile or higher, Frank is your example. Okay. Yeah. I hate that you Not two. Steph Curry. There is no <laughs> there is no Steph Curry of the construction world, Fred. Well, I don't know. You two. I quit because I had a Steph Curry working with me. <laughs> <laughs> I work construction one day. I've heard this story drinking with you. One day. This is a funny story. Yeah, one day. They were like I was on the on the side of the four or five in Southern California. Nice area. And for whatever reason, we were putting concrete. And I don't know what it was. It was like a wall. And they were like, they put me in the front. It's like, yeah, you got to hold the tube where the concrete comes down. I was like, yeah, okay, got it. And I'm just standing there shaking, my sweating. It's like 100-something degrees. My shoulder's out of place. I'm shaking. And I'm like, man, this thing is heavy. And I turn around, and I'm the only one holding it. <laughs> you know what they were doing? They were load managing. Uh-huh. But I called them Steph Curry because they were smart. So, I think you might have a point, Fred. I think you may have turned me around. I'm telling you. Thinking about my experience of not load managing in the construction world. I quit that same day. I I went to lunch and never went back. Forget that. I'm good. Hats off to people like Frank. Oh, hats off. But you two that don't want anyone in the labor field (laughs) to ever be able to take a day off from their employment. See how he does that? See how he does that? I'm talking about people making $20 If you if you got a milli somewhere in your contract, oh no, you should play. You should play. To me, 
if, and I don't care what your, your salary is. I don't care how much you make. I don't care because everything's got different value, right? Like I make more money now in radio than I made in radio 20 years ago. Like it's not even close. And it's because what? It's my talent got better. My skill set got better. Some might argue that my, the competition is not what it used to be 20 years ago in, in sports talk radio. I might believe that. I might believe that for certain. But as the dollars rise, it doesn't mean that the workload is different. And I can't fault anyone for maximizing their income. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, we're going back to the NBA contract. They're just getting bazillions of dollars now. It's generational wealth that unless they piss it all away, they're gonna, their family's going to be set for generations. Right. Okay, let's establish that first. But also, I mean, there is literally inflation I mean, you could see a line of inflation. Charles Barkley may have only made like $130,000 a year or whatever. Right. But that is in like 1988. Like that's a yeah, lot of money. A lot. a lot of money yeah. now. Yeah. I mean, you got a line of inflation and sure. you also got a line of contracts going up yeah. because of shared revenue in the NBA going up. But it's still been a lot of money the whole time. Here's a real, here's a real question. Would Charles Barkley have won a ship in 96? Wait, 96? Wait, 93. Yeah. Would he want to ship in 93 if he and his boys, including Kevin Johnson, Dan Marley, all those dudes that surrounded him, if they had calculated the season a little bit better to have a little more gas in the tank at the end? No, they're playing Jordan. There's matter. that. Yeah. It didn't matter. There's that. <laughs> no. It didn't matter. Yeah. They might have beat the Rockets in the Western Conference Finals or something, but no, Bulls ain't going to lose in that era. Okay. Load management or not. I'm, I'm just saying. Private planes or not. Yeah. Massage therapists yeah. or not. I could talk to you guys about the San Antonio Spurs and the and the chips that they got because they didn't have the best dudes in the league at the time. They had one. They didn't have the best dudes in the league. Like, I, I think there's something to this that it's beneficial not just to labor and management. It's beneficial to the well, game. Well, also, like I'm looking here. I'm looking at the games played by, well, games started. And games played by LeBron James. He's only played 82 one time in his career. One he was, time. He was 33 years old. I'm looking. He's only played one, two, three. He's only had three seasons where he's played at least 80 games. Now, I know for a fact, you go look at Jordan and all them, it's 82s all across the board. If they the, were able. If they were able. They were able. Um, yeah. But, man, see – I thought I had a point, but I really don't because that hasn't hurt LeBron at all. Uh-uh. It's helped him. How many years? 20. 20? 20. All-time leading scorer? We're t- you're going to tell 20. me the all-time leading scorer in the history of the game is a bad approach? So, so when you have someone like LeBron who is deemed the greatest by a lot of people, they're going to follow whatever he did. They're not going to follow Jordan because Jordan didn't play 20 years. No. no. Hey, Jordan's mental health got so bad. He left the game. Well, let me let me ask you, boys. What's the magic number of games played? What's the acceptable quota of a season's worth of games? Is it you should have one in every ten games off? I mean, is that fair? Is it one in every eight games? Is that fair? Is it only when you're injured? Is that fair? You because like if you're looking at it at an 82 game season, you're like, okay, we'll give you 10 percent of this time off. Okay. That's 8.2 games a year. Right. Round down to eight. So for me, somewhere around 74 is my magic number. If you play 74 or more games, that's a full season's worth of games. Kudos to you. 
You missed ten percent, is what you're saying. Missed ten. Yeah, that's again. about it. Yeah, it's about fair. Right? Hey, well then, let's do this. Let's just cut them out. Let's go I down to seventy four games. But see, then spread them out. You, you'll still have people that'll still load manage. Oh, you will. But now the consequences are more severe. Correct. Because if we're identifying a new standard, and I know we're against the break, Tyler, so I'm sorry. And actually, let's do this. I want to come back to this, but what I need to do is code switch. Because Eddie Nunez is going to join us at 5 o'clock because we're going to talk, obviously, about senior night tonight as the Lobos host Fresno State. Uh, Lobo day of giving. That's too. what I'm saying. Yeah. And I want to make sure that we go into that with a positive energy because right now I'm old man slow. <laughs> so when we get back, the Philadelphia Eagles have made the best decision in the history of football, and they're going to give every other NFL team an opportunity to screw it up. And I'll tell you more about that after the break. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Tyler, turn this song off right now. <laughs> well, this is one of the best ones we got. Unfortunately. But I'm not, al- not going to allow myself to be in a good mood until oh, Eddie also, Nunez joins us at 5 o'clock. That song was supposed to be taken out of the rotation. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we'll talk about that off air at another time. Uh-huh. Guys, I'm always going up here, okay? These gears are always grinding. They're not working mm-hmm. well. They're grinding. Mm-hmm. The Eagles have made the best decision in the history of professional football, okay? The Eagles submitted a proposal to the competition committee to add number zero as a jersey number. Let's go. About time. That's about time. I love that. And double zero? Uh, I don't know, but I know they traded. Regular zero. They traded for Russell Westbrook. Okay. Could have swore as the Clippers. (laughs) Not Roberts Eagles. <laughs> zero and double zero should both be numbers. That's how yeah, they should be. Yes. Zero, obviously, for a skill position or like a defensive back. Double zero only for linemen, defensive linemen. I I'm, I will, I concur. That's perfect. Yeah. Now, if any, if any quarterback, if there's like a Jim Otto or something like yeah, that, that's like I'm. Yeah. No. No, quit. Quit playing football. You don't get to be zero. Zero is for like a hothead wide receiver. That's what zero's for. Quarterback zero would be cool. Double zero would look stupid. It's a cool number. Like zero is a super Baker cool Mayfield number. needs to wear double zero. Okay, fair. And like single digit numbers are running super thin now because everyone can wear them, which doesn't yeah. make any sense. Also, everyone listening right now, like every every Dallas Cowboys fan is like, it's a stupid idea. No, it's not, guys. Just because the Eagles it's not a stupid yeah. idea. Mm-hmm. I love it. Then it's easy to become the best player to wear number zero ever. Oh, it'd be super easy. easy. Like right away, you would yeah. do that. Yeah. What other imaginary numbers would you guys want to put? Van's <laughs> <laughs> like, hear me out, question mark. He's I like, have a whole idea. He's like, you got to have the pie symbol. Van's uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, you're, you're on to something. Yeah. <laughs> That's not where I was going with it. Not where I was going with it, but you you nailed that one. Van wants the infinity sign. Uh He's like, yep. Triple sevens like at the casino. But on the team, just like you could have zero and double zero, you could have 3.14 and 22 over seven. Hear me out. Roman numerals. (laughs) Oh, I'm in on that. (laughs) Hey, in in the future, you will have to. You have to, yeah. Yeah. There will be a franchise with like 99 good players eventually. Mm Mm-hmm. I will hit the apocalypse way before then. What am I talking about? Here's why it's going to happen. Because I know 30 NFL owners that love to make money. And as soon yeah. as you put a name on a number zero jersey, you're going to sell so many. Yes. It's going to be their dopest players. Yep. Too. 
Their, Gotta be. Their best defensive lineman and their best wide receiver or defensive back will sign up immediately for zero. And double zero. Yes. Michael Parsons would no longer suck. Isn't he a middle linebacker? No, he's an outside linebacker. Yeah. He's you tough. softened your stance. Yeah, look, look. You see what's happening? Uh-huh. He's breaking down. Yep. Also, think about it on a kick return when he goes from zero to 100. When, oh, that's when good. Seven foot tall can still play in the league. Brian Erlacher looks you dead in your <laughs> eyes, tells you you're wrong and you're an idiot. <laughs> Tend to soften your stance a little bit, Fred. If Papa Erlacher huh. wants to say that to me. Huh. What is that called? What's it called being a, what is it? Um, cowardly. A coward. Yes. That's yeah. right. You're a coward. The cowardly Not, Fred Slow. Oh, no, it sounds logical to me. Eddie Nunez, where we get back because the Lobos are doing it. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program. I was down at Ice Toast Park today working on a thing while I was down there. Some of the staff members, I don't know, I'm not trying to drop names or anything. Some of the staff members were showing me photos of, like, like walls of tumbleweeds built up outside their, like, okay. little homes, their communities and stuff. I was like, that wind? That wind was, like, no joke. I'm over here, like, super worried about, like, an errant cigarette. Like, I'm like, oh! <laughs> an errant cigarette? You should be worried about, like, a cow flying through the air. Like, this is Wizard of Oz style. Like, it was, tornado wind. It was crazy. For the my first time in 15 years, I got an alert on my phone that it's too windy to go outside. Yeah, they said stay inside. Flying debris can strike you. That's how bad it was. It's never too windy to make time for friend Eddie Nunez, <laughs> athletic director of your University of New Mexico Lobos. Eddie, how are you, brother? I'm good. How are you guys doing? I don't know what the heck you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> we, I, I saw a, a wall of, of piled up tumbleweeds that I was like, I was like, no human being could cross over this thing, and it's made it's made this road impossible to pass. <laughs> it was up at Del Sol. You know what I'm talking about? There's just too many tumbleweeds. I'm just glad you guys continue to keep us all entertained because this, <laughs> this is some good, <laughs> good content. I like it. You're the best. Big senior night, uh, big, a lot of going on in your world. It's a day of giving. Just for us, Eddie, just kind of enlightened all of our friends of the show of just everything going on at the university right now. Yeah, we've got a lot of great things happening. First of all, thank you to all our all our fans that came out this past weekend. Unbelievable weekend with San Diego State, unfortunately. Couldn't get the W, but it was a, a, the, the atmosphere and everything else was great. So that's first and foremost. Um, we are in the middle of give day. So actually, yep, we're right – Still got a little less than 24 hours going uh, in our give day. Our goal was to hit about 300,000 this year, and we're already over 200 and I think it's close to 210. Um, so we're making unbelievable strides. Our fan base has stepped up. Everything that we're raising goes back to our students. Might be losing oh, Eddie here. Attrition. There he is. Oh, there you go. Hey, there yeah, you are. Sorry we about got that. You. Driving around our crazy place over here. Uh, but it, everything we're doing is trying to support our student athletes. It's giving back, it's mental health, it's nutrition, it's, um, it's helping our student-athletes and individuals, teams, our scholarships. So everything we're doing, we're over 200000 already raised there with we go. a little less than 24 hours to go. So it's, uh, it's a fun time. 
Eddie, you know we support the UNM and UNM Athletics over here on the program. Uh, and this goes beyond athletics. You're doing a lot more things to support the student-athletes. There's four separate areas that you can give. You can choose where your donation goes. Will you tell the friends of the show what areas of these students' life that they can give to? Yep. So first is our life program, which is a, a, a program that we in, uh, implemented a about three years ago, and it's really the holistic approach to helping our student-athletes with everything from professional development, mental health, nutrition, um, all those different aspects that we, we really want to strive to make the best for them while they're here, you know, as student-athletes. Second is our scholarship fund. That is, again, another area where we want to be able to, to continue to improve and give them more. Then you have, you have every team has their own individual sport enhancement accounts. That is key because that's where the coaches – take their teams to, you know, for, for incidental meals and other things that, that really what they want to do to try to go above and beyond for our kids. So everything we're trying to do is, is really geared towards the student athletes. It's their mental health. It's their profession, their, 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 their performance on the field, off the field, in the classroom. Um, it's, um, it's, we've, we've eclipsed our goal every, the last three years or two years, excuse me, this is our third year. And, um, I don't have any doubts that we, we actually just had a donor call a little bit ago and said the attendance for tonight's basketball game. So dollar oh, for, cool. for individuals. That so, is so cool. You know, this, yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. So, Eddie, um, in appreciation for the Lobo fans, increasing the attendance by over 30% yes. at, the, at the pit. You know, they're getting 30% off of tickets. Yep. Um, I want to know how are we going to re- increase on this or keep this trend going when it comes to fandom at uh, low at the at the pit. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. So first of all, senior night. And I know I kind of skimmed over that quickly, but it's senior night tonight. Um, we, we've got some some student athletes who um, just really represented themselves tremendously tonight to be able to come and celebrate their last night playing the pit in front of our unbelievable fans is is huge. So that's the first thing we we've. Our, our numbers have gone up over 30% this year in attendance. And that's, again, it's a testament to our fans for what we've been trying to do and how we've been trying to build it. Of course, winning helps. I'm not naive here to understand that winning winning supports the whole process. It allowed us to, to kind of reinforce what we've been trying to do and how we've been trying to do it with our fans. And so for us to be able to provide deals that say 30% off today for all tickets is, is a thank you to them, but it's also showing them that we're willing to look at every – aspect that we can not just from the game event aspect but from ticketing marketing looking at ticketing packages looking at partnering with individuals in the community with individuals like yourself and the radio station and doing sweet deals and doing other things that can really emphasize to our fans that it's not just a one-stop shop we want to do so many things we want to offer so many different platforms for them and so for us we're nowhere where I want to be. We want to keep growing this. I want to sustain this. Um, this wasn't a one-year fluke. This isn't what just build it for a year and then everybody say, okay, we've got here. We've accomplished yeah. what we strive for. No, no, this is this is what I strive for from the day I got here and I knew it was going to take time. But now it's a, now it's a matter of continuing sustaining it. What is the best bet, Eddie, for a friend of the show listening right now? As soon as we let you go, they want to pick up the phone. They want to call someone. They want yep. to go to a website. What is the easiest access that friend of the show has to show their support for the university, for you, and for the student-athlete? Well, first, thank you again. Thank you to you guys for, for making the effort to put me on and help us to get the message out. Second, thank you to them. Just go to Lobos, uh, 
to our website, golobos.com backslash give day or any of our social media platforms, you'll find a link to our giving. And it and it's exactly like you said earlier. The giving that they give goes exactly to where they want it to go. This, so where they want the money is, uh, to go is exactly where it's going to go, and it's going to go to help our student-athletes. So thank you um, for anything they can do and any support they can provide. After the program, you know, I was driving home last night, Eddie, listening to Lobo talk and heard a very poignant thing yep. that, that Richard Patino said about looking for good coaches and looking for good dudes as players. Like you want quality, moral-centered people. Is, is that something that comes from you, that comes from the top? Were you looking for moral-first guys when you started hiring this group of uh, coaches and their staff? Yeah, yeah. I would tell you that it's um, one of my emphasis has always been high-character people and that go recruit kids with high character. You can get talent and high character and make it work. And, I, and one of the things that I've, every place from Florida to LSU, places that I've been that I've seen it, done and sustained it's been done with individuals with high character high moral um values that that really resonate with everybody we represent this institution we represent the state so we want individuals that understand that responsibility and if you look across all our sports not just basketball but football golf soccer tennis they are the 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 best of the best young men and young women and our coaches that are leading them I'm super proud that they're leading them because they understand the expectation. And I, I honestly, it's, I, I couldn't ask for a better group of coaches than the, than the one we have currently. The, here's something I just discovered, and I'm, I'm not trying to derail because I, I love the pillars. I love everything about it. But I'm currently like making a donation from, from Van and I's company, Talk ABQ. So I'm like, I'm going through it. You can give gifts in memory of people. You can give gifts in yeah. honor of people. You can have your employer do a match. There's kind of like a ton of options here, and like I'm gonna I'm gonna click yeah. on every clickable thing on this website, <laughs> and I'm like I'm low key kind of pumped. Like, and I'm like, what am I gonna give over? Fifty bucks? I mean, what am I gonna give over? Right? But I'm gonna do the no, best it, I can to help. Whatever you can give, I don't care if it's ten dollars, twenty dollars, everything counts. And again, this is a partnership with the with the university. The university is also doing a give day today as well with the foundation. So this is this is all of us working together for the for the the bigger cause so yeah there's there's so many opportunities if you pick six different categories it at the bottom when you say say selected and you've chosen all those six it will whatever amount you put there it will percentage all those however you want it so if you want to do ten dollars you, you put a hundred dollars and you pick ten things it will put them all as ten dollars each or it'll break it down however you want so very un, un, it's a great platform that allows you a lot of flexibility what we're going to do, Van, is we're going to donate $18.89 every month for the next 12 months because, obviously, eighteen eighty nine that's the total yep. number. Yeah. So, <laughs> I love this. I think ah. that's our plan. I love it. Thank you, guys. A little creativity over here on the boys' part. I have one more question for you, Eddie. Uh, Ask away. Ask away, man. Are the Lobos winning tonight? That's the real. That's the real <laughs> The real question we want answered. We got to snap it. We got to snap Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, I don't. I'm not a I'm not a big believer in uh, in me making the, making the call, but I'll tell you this: our team is I truly believe they're better today than they were when they were 14 and 0. I mean, they went through the trials and tribulations that we've had to go through. They've become stronger. Their biggest thing is is ultimately believing in themselves and saying, you know what, we got this. And um, you know, we our future is in our hands. We hope if we take care of business one game at a time, 
we can take care of business and we can get be where we all want to be. So, yeah, tonight's a big one. Tonight we need our fans, we need everybody because our kids are going to be ready to play and show up and just take it one game at a time right now. That's all we can do. All right, Eddie, one more time. How do the loyal listeners, how do the friends of the show give on Lobo Give Day? Easiest way. First of all, if you've got access to social media, go to any one of our social media platforms from, from Twitter to Instagram, Facebook. All of the links are on, on every one of those. But if you go, if you have access to the computer, just go to our, go, our website, golobos.com backslash give day. There it is. Love everything about it. Eddie Nunez, you're the best, brother. Guys, thank you guys. Always really appreciate it. Have a wonderful rest of the week. And um, if y'all need anything anytime, always don't feel don't hesitate to call, please. Well, and, and we do appreciate you calling specifically on this Tuesday after Van was a turncoat and helped San Diego State <laughs> with their broadcast this past yeah, weekend. That ain't that ain't cool. We thought there may have been. I, I, I didn't want to say it, but I, I felt it, guys. I mean, you. It was hard looking over there. I'm like, really? Yeah. It was one. And I mean, now maybe it's the time for Van to apologize to you personally, because we were embarrassed for Van. Me and Robert have had a lot of of offline conversations about this. We just don't know if this was the move, Bloods versus Crips, of what you should have done. I I will say this. This is just entertaining because I know you guys are going to keep giving it to him for the rest of the several days. Um, I get it. I know he did a great job because they were excited to have him. But um, as long as we can keep this this kind of poking the bear deal, let's do it. I'm all about it. All right, Eddie, I'm playing the long. Right, I'm playing the long con here, Eddie. <laughs> See what I I'm doing? I'm, I'm luring them into a false state of confidence, and then I wreck their whole program from the inside. <laughs> the exact same thing he did to you, Eddie. This is I'm gaslighting. A triple, I'm a triple agent. Watch out, Eddie Nunez. I'm, 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 I'm gonna let y'all take it from there, man. <laughs> Be good. <laughs> Appreciate it. Such a nice guy. Oh, he's the best. Lucky to have him. $206,000 is what they currently have. Boom. Chasing 270. Is that the number we heard? 270? Yeah. And um, 270 is last year, trying to get over three this year. Okay, they're over 206 right now. And then uh, for Tyler Lovely, because I, I felt like it was over his head, 1889 is the year the university was founded. Correct. And so that's why it was so vital mm-hmm. that that was the donation about. So uh, so the next time Tyler is playing a trivia night, he now can have at least one answer. Okay. 1889. <laughs> and it wasn't. He, hey, he, he said that like I knew it, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> it is not one of the uh, Yellowstone spinoffs. It is the year that UNM was founded. There we go. What's the Yellowstone niche, spinoff? Niche, niche reference right there. I know you don't watch Yellowstone. Like Yosemite? But all of their spinoffs of the program starring your favorite, Kevin Costner, all have a year. When we get back, I'm going to tell a Kevin Costner story. It's two men on 95.9 <laughs> FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. The Handsome Ginger from Tinder? That one? It's weird to me that you think you're the only redhead in the whole state. Show me one more. We talking drapes? <laughs> oh, oh, hey. We got adult real fast. Wow. I'm just surprised he has the lights on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hobby. I mean, it does, you know, much like Castilians in Spain, it does get more ginger the further south you get. So, I mean, there is that. I don't know if that's true. You'll never know. 
You talking about Castilians in Spain, or are you talking about, you know, Mediterraneans? <laughs> You'll never find out the second. One. <laughs> I like the you know. <laughs> <laughs> in the, um, I guess we have to talk about it. News. The Washington Guardians. The three minority owners allege that Dan Snyder committed bank fraud in securing a fifty-five million dollar loan without board approval. The NFL just kind of made that go away. Now a federal grand jury is looking into it. This is uh Yeah, that's uh that's a lot of money. That's that's a little piece of change right there. He defrauded Bank of America boys. They they're the one that's bigger than the NFL. Yeah. Correct. Yes. He uh and his defense was pretty smart too. Did you hear what they said? Mm-mm. Their defense was uh-uh. <laughs> really? Uh, that's what I've used a lot. There's years of paper trail Robert, on this. You can't just say, uh-uh. Robert says, nah. Nah. <laughs> nah, fam. Nah, that's crazy. That's wild. <laughs> According to his former partners, Dan Snyder used the team as his personal quote-unquote piggy bank, including charging the team four and a half mil to put its logo on his private jet, calling it advertising. Wait, how does that work? He charged... The team that he owns, four point five million to put the team logo on his private jet. That is correct. Yes. How do you think he got billions of dollars? That's called moves like this. It's pretty smart. Yes, he both declared for tax reasons it as personal income, uh, but a large percent loss to the cost of the logo inscription. <sighs> so dumb. The the NFL's in trouble. If this is sought through. Daniel Snyder, yeah, but the NFL as, as a whole, oh, they're in trouble. Because Goodell's, he in. Yep. What does Dan Snyder have on the NFL? A whole lot. That is the only way that he's still an owner in the NFL. A whole lot. So I'm I'm knowing this. Like I'm not just saying things I think versus things I know. Here's what I know. I know that these other 31 cats that own NFL teams – Maybe outside of one guy, Shad yeah. Khan. Shad Khan. He's the, he's the outlier. He's the outlier. So there's 30 other cats who got skeletons yes. just as bad as old Danny boy. Huh. And they're not going to turn on old Danny boy hmm. because then they all know they can be turned on themselves. Yeah. And this is why nothing will happen. And this is why The Rock bought the XFL. Correct. He's like, these old white billionaires are about to just ravage each other Ugh. with all these skeletons. Do you, did you guys see where the concern came from? Who the founder of FedEx is? I don't understand. Frederick W. Smith. Okay, Freddie Smith did Okay, what? and that is the father of the Atlantic Hawks head coach, Arthur Smith. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So what happened was, Frederick, what, what happened was, he convinced two of his partners to agree to the mediation. This is This is deep. What's the mediation, though? Hey, well, he doing what billionaires do? Yeah. So, it. The, so it was basically the to to link them up with the NFL. Oh man! And look, the NFL does not want Jeff Bezos owning a team. They're like, he's just gonna spend a billion dollars on a team every year, and he's not even gonna notice the money's gone. Well, he's just gonna buy championships every year. The, they the, don't want to let him in, but they're like, also, Dan Snyder. 
Never mind, Jeff. You're back in the bidding. The Well, here's the oh. problem, though. It's not up to the NFL. So the NFL can't say, hey, you have to sell to this guy. So Dan Snyder is the majority owner who, by the way, hates the Washington Post because the Washington Post put every terrible story up ever yeah. about Dan Snyder and his organization. And also, if you look up the legality of it, it's like tax fraud. It's like laundering. It's like sexual weird stuff. Like he's catch. He, there's a lot of stuff. Allegedly, he but, prostituted out his own cheerleaders. Creepy. Yeah, that's probably the worst one. Oh, my bad, Fred. I left out a big part of the story I just told. Get Frederick it? Smith is a partner of Snyder's. Yes. <laughs> this dude. Well, he he's upset that they won't sell the yeah, team. Yeah. Up like. Which oh, I get. man. And Snyder won't give the okay to sell it to Bezos because Bezos bought a newspaper and said, run that dude into the ground. Why, Van? To get the value of that team value. down so that he can buy it. Make it plummet cheaper. And there's a handful of rich dudes you can't mess with if you're a rich dude, and those are dudes that are richer than you. That is a club that we know nothing about. That's a club that doesn't respect road management. Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Look is, at him trying to bring beyond. this back to his original point. It's <laughs> beyond. They don't do load management in the NFL. Nope. Not enough games. Jeff Bezos is beyond any NFL owner bit rich. It's it's another category. Yes. It's a whole other category. More than the Waltons, who just bought the Broncos and didn't even realize the money was gone. Somebody who just told them one day, like at a brunch Man. at their country club, like I, I got adopted I like, into the wrong you, family. You know what I forgot to tell you, Susie? We what? own the Broncos now. I was like, huh. You know what family I got adopted into? They knew how much Kool-Aid I took out of the pitcher. <laughs> you like refilling it with water? Yeah. <laughs> this dude, a couple billion missing. For real? I had no clue. I did the same thing with whiskey bottles. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bunch of ignorant like fans out there that are like, oh, this dude's toast. Dan Snyder's toast. How many times are we going to say this? Oh. Every time. Every football season for like the past decade. He's Teflon. But when it does finally hit, it's going to be so big. It's going to it's going to hit so many people. Oh, I'm stunned and I am here for it. I cannot it, wait. It, it might take a while, but it's going to hit. It's going to be far reaching. I'm not the dude that regularly wants to be like, let me tell you why you're wrong, Robert. But mm -hmm. let me tell you why you're wrong. Okay, I'm listening. He going to say to the NFL, hey, cool, I'll take the Bezos offer. Here's the deal, though. You guys are done messing with me. All this weird stuff I did previously, all this legality stuff, all this stuff, you boys aren't in. If anyone asks, you say, nah. I'm going to walk away from this one made out like a bandit. Mm -hmm. And that's why he's going to end up being scot-free on the other side. Because to appease 30 other dudes, not 31, not shotgun, to appease these dudes, these owners, and the league itself, he will set up a sweetheart deal on the way out to bring in who? Jeff Bezos. Why? The money. What's the money do? Raise the value. Raise it. Yeah. What do those other billionaires want? That in game. Yeah. Oh, man. He's smart. He's super smart. He's the worst human being of all time. He's super smart. Also, they've changed logos like three times in the last year, so it's like less than $200 a time. So it's like, no. You, you don't get the ability to be the worst person on earth without being smart. The overwhelming majority. Or, or rich. Or rich. Oh, for sure. Or acquiring power and resources. You don't have that ability without being an evil piece of garbage. I really, really kind, empathetic people who care about other humans don't often become billionaires. It's not, it's not how you claw your way to the top.
How? Empathy isn't the way to the top. How many are those? Mark Cuban? How many? Not a lot. That's the only one I can think of. And he's like he's still doing really well with this medicine company he just started. Yeah. That medicine company's helping a lot of people. I think he's gonna be always doing well. Oh, I agree. He's like one of those guys that lucked into the money. Yeah. And unless you're like a weird subscriber of like conspiracy and like like KKOB in the morning. <laughs> like Bill Gates. <laughs> Like, there's some dudes that have got up there that just give. Yeah. That just go. I mean, he gives a lot. The Gates Foundation. Oh, heck yeah. There's a lot of amazing things. Super. But they got to the top. They clawed their way to the top by not the greatest moral practices. Well, so's life. Yeah, for sure. I think. I wear Nikes every day. I'm not going to fool myself. I recently started hanging out with a, uh, a uh, like, a Catholic friend, and I learned that you can just repent at the very end, and you're fine. Well, you got to time it right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He'll take you. Yeah. He'll take you at your worst for sure. Which is your biggest fear. My biggest fear is dying an embarrassing death. Yeah. That's when he's going to take you. Yeah. If you got, if you're like running points, if you're behind on yeah. JC, he'll take you. That's why I won't let Tyler drive like, anymore. It's like, I'm not, I'm just going to let this guy apologize. You know, in the red he is right now. Oh, Ty- wait, wait, he's like say, as bad as Dan Snyder. You right. won't let Tyler drive you anywhere? Right. I want to die an embarrassing death. Mm-hmm. You know he, you know he takes the public bus, right? I don't want to live an embarrassing <laughs> life. How you take the bus? It's public now. Tell, <laughs> hey, all right, listen. Slide Tyler my cell phone number. Let him know. I'll pick him up for work. I don't mind. He actually likes it. That's where he, he works material and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's the grind. When uh, that's when, the thing about artists, they yearn to be starving. When the central bus, <laughs> not me. When the central bus used to run to like three in the morning, I would love riding the bus. It was so fun. What? Yeah, I don't you, like this. You had yeah. no adventure in your life. What are you talking about? Hammered for, for ham- you to for you to want to do that. You would you were just yeah. like I need some excitement. I'm no, sleeping. dude. After the bar at like two thirty in the morning. Miss that's me. when the bus gets crunk. Miss me with that all of that. So fun. Oh, I thought you were going to say murderous. Yeah. Oh, that too. Crunkerous or murderous? <laughs> yeah. Where where's your adventure now? No, but see, that's but, back that's back before fentanyl, so you was you was good. <laughs> There's a guy with a sword back then. <laughs> yeah, but what if he was He's on fentanyl? Still here. What if he was on fentanyl? We'd pose way less of a danger. He'd be dead. It'd be like eight headless people. <laughs> <laughs> you're, uh you're thinking of uh crocodile? Yeah, yeah, that's oh my gosh. Don't get started on that. <laughs> Uh, Google that, friend mm. of the show. In 2014, Kevin Costner was in St. Louis, Missouri, promoing his new upcoming film, Draft Day. He oh. was in St. Louis, Missouri, promoing Draft Day, and it happened to be his birthday. He was doing the morning television rounds. The local NBC station said, we heard it was your birthday, so we got you a gooey butter cake, which is a St. Louis staple, and a St. Louis Cardinals hat. And Kevin Costner said, you guys really love yourselves, huh? <laughs> wow. And it was that day that's, forward. That's great. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> Where I put Kevin in a special category. Oh, man. Watching that on live television. He's very happy. That's hilarious. Also, draft day, terrible. It was the worst movie of all time. All time. <laughs> Not saying worst movie of all time. It's the worst sports movie of all time. Big, yeah. Thing, big yeah. thank you to John Lopez, real estate and Coldwell Banker for sponsoring this very studio. Big thank you to the YMCA of Central New Mexico for being a home to your boys away from their home. Big thank you to New Mexico's Vodka, Teller Vodka. By the way, boys, the extra Teller Vodka I have in the Super Bowl, it's all gone. Don't ask me what happened. What? But just know. What have you been doing? Getting weird.
I've been I've been battling some demons. <laughs> Man, <laughs> slaying them. It sounds like the <laughs> drowning your demons. This green chili vodka, it is for me. You? Nah, mine's for the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> green chili vodka. But are you having Bloody Marys every morning? Uh, I'm, I'm having a lot of them. You have Bloody Mary morning every day, Wait, Willie Nelson. Stop saying morning, and I will say yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> there we go. Don't forget. I-9 Sports is a proud sponsor of this program as well. Today's I-9 Varsity, which we're doing at 6 o'clock. The I-9 Varsity of, uh, what do we say, dessert cakes? Yes. Dessert cakes. That'll be a good one. We'll laugh a lot with that. And finally, Van is getting strong with the ball strong, as that shirt seems to be fitting, like, a little snugger than previously. You just dry- Did you dry it extra? It's is that both, what it is? It's both looser and tighter in different places. Out of context, weird sentence. Your yeah, boy, yeah. Your, your boy. Let me <laughs> yes, get, it is. Let me get that clip. Uh-huh. <laughs> cut, <laughs> cut that one. Your boy did a two-a-day today. Hot yoga in the morning, and I flip-flopped it. I started my day at Evolve Strong, and I got strong at the YMCA in the afternoon. Right here on Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. 20 short minutes from David Weesey Carl joining us on the program because he will be to part of today's I-9 Varsity, the I-9 Varsity Dessert Cakes. You know, I'm not a sweets guy, but I'm really looking forward to this because it's going to be a sprinkle of nostalgia mm-hmm. mixed into a sprinkle of sweetness in my life. Sprinkles? So you're going with what? Like, like cosmic, Chris, cosmic brownies. Cosmic brownies. Okay, obviously. Makes sense. Yeah, obviously. That's a sprinkles joke, Robert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sprinkles, not just the name of an ex-girlfriend's dog. Oh, I thought you can say ex-girlfriend. If we did the oh stripper. yeah, yeah, I was gonna go the stripper way. Yeah, stripper. Route. If we went with the anniversary of ex-girlfriend's dogs' names, I have a lot of ex-girlfriends, and they have a lot of dumb dog names. By the way, friend of the show, loyal listener, the five zero five two four six zero six ten sports animal text line. Yeah, we're down to ninety texts left. I saw that. To get to 5,000. We're getting closer. That. Thanks for your participation. Yeah. No big announcements over here. Not till Monday. And then it's, it's not something I already talked about. Mm-hmm. I got an official email saying how I screwed some stuff up. And I said, yeah, tracks. It's about, okay. about time I was due. I'm not flawless by any means. Why don't your exes just text you? Why do they email you? From Texas? <laughs> I have an arrogance about me huh. in front of this microphone. Where I can do no wrong. I know what's best for the program. I know what's best for the friend of the show. The show being Two Men On, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports channel. I feel like I know. What channel? I, I, I'm right here on the sports channel. Oh, the sports channel. Robert, sports channel. I Robert, love the sports channel. The sports channel. Sports sports right, we, could do, we could do it in three. Ready? The sports animal that was a good one mm. that was a super good one but the point is i stubbed my toe pretty bad on air <laughs> okay. what they said i just tripped up a little bit okay and they said hey uh hey freddie why don't you uh why don't you walk where you walk watch where you're walking there i said oh sorry boss you want to unpackage this a little bit? Big announcement on Monday. The list. Big announcement. Kind of cryptic. We're going to break some news on Monday that I didn't accidentally break yesterday. Oh, okay. We're going to break some news. Okay. There will be news. It's locked in a glass case. 
Oh, I know what you're talking about now. But no, hey, the friend you, of the show might not. You messing up on air, my immediately just went to you calling a game. I forgot about you messing up often on this program as well. I've never messed up one time calling hmm. a game. Hmm. Okay. I have one failure in this show in the entire my entire professional career. Robert has multiple. I can show you. Yep, I got a couple. Mm-hmm. You got receipts for <laughs> yeah. that one. Yeah. I have one, and it was yesterday. And I was told, hey, Fred. Yeah. Stop being an idiot. Yeah, for real. I haven't announced it yet. Here's the crazy thing. I have not been an idiot 99 out of 100 times. But the one time I am, that's what we're going to talk about. Why don't we celebrate my wins? How often do we talk about animal-adjacent performing artists on this program? Okay, you're getting real close to a line here. (laughs) (laughs) You talking about Pitbull? Of course I'm talking about Pitbull. (laughs) (laughs) Is that Pitbull? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, I do hear it now that you just did. Yeah, it. yeah, it's, the, it's the, not. It's not leaving until you hear another song. By the way, either you, you had to close your eyes and mm-hmm. picture yourself. Everybody, there you go. So, <laughs> picture me with a bald head <laughs> and a black suit and a white shirt, old and balding. Mm-hmm. That's what they wrote. Manu Ginobili. A little bit of load management. LeBron boys. In a tough spot. The Lakers in a tough spot. They just got this brand new, brand new coat of paint. It's all over. Derailed. Ruined. Won two games against better opponents back-to-back. Looking like they can claw their way back into the playoffs, Mm -hmm. make some noise. Everybody's a better opponent than the Lakers. And more on that whenever we get back. (laughs) It's Tubin on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. I got a stat here, boys. You ready? In his first 15 seasons, LeBron played at least 85% of his team's regular season games. Cool. Okay. 90% of his games in 14 of those 15 seasons. Pretty good. Yeah, it's Mm -hmm. really good. That's that hit our quota right there. In his five seasons with the Lakers, Mm. 67%, 93%, that was the bubble. 63%, 68%, 63%, 68%, assuming he returns in three weeks, that will be 68% for this season. No, 93% was the year before the bubble. My bad. So, he's kind of in the conversation as the most durable dude of all time. Correct. Over mm-hmm. the first 15. Right. Or all time. Or all, well, for, yeah, yeah, you're Who, correct. Yeah. Who's done it as long as him? Obvi- Kareem? Haslam, Stockton would have been up there. Yeah, Malone would have been up there. But the point is, and he hurt right now, did the ankle. Also, you're about to have a miraculous recovery. It's going to be one of those stories. Like, oh, for sure duh. it is. Duh. Ain't what we're being told it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, how can I think about Vince Carter? Duh. There's an idiot right now watching NBA TV or TNT or listening to Talking Heads that's a Lakers fan. It's like, oh, my God, doom and gloom. Our season's over, this and that. And he doesn't know he's getting worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is all a story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Funny little side quest on this story. Is right after he hurt his ankle, he inbounded a ball on the sideline. Okay. And who happened to be standing right there? Oh, I don't know. The Patrick Mahomes family. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw and that. He's like, you know how to deal with a hurt ankle, huh? 
and then he's out for two weeks the next day. He did not say that. He did. Shut up. He did. Come on, man. Yeah. That's called a jinx. Mm-hmm. He put a jinx on himself? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dang. Very LeBron thing to do. <laughs> That's funny, man. You know, <laughs> going back to, like, terrible fan, like, friend of this show who's like, LeBron James, terrible. He don't play no more. Yeah. He don't love management. He did. He almost 40 is what he is. Yes. He's almost 40. He, he was the most. He's 38. The most durable player in the NBA for 15 seasons. And, oh, surprise, surprise, when he turned 35, things changed. You know who's undefeated, Robert? Who was that? Father time. Exactly. He going to get you. He going to come after you and go, I'm going to get you. Get you. Still being in your upper 30s and playing two out of three games for five seasons in a row. That's also impressive. Van has texted me on multiple mornings and said, I just need another hour. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Van is 40. Monday morning. This Monday morning I did that. 41. Robert, how old are you? 44. Could you go play 69% of NBA games right now? No. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up. For 20 mil, yes, it's 20 mil. The yeah. answer is always 20 uh, yes. mil. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Can you play 69% out of 420 games? Nice. They make the playoffs. He's about to miss zero games. <laughs> Your ankle's going to be so good. Super good. He's going to get that halftime Usain Bolt ankle replacement that Patrick Mahomes got. I don't know what that is, but. They replaced his ankle at halftime. They did not. Yes, they did. Look at the evidence. It's you right know, there. You know what tape is made out of now? Right there. In the Magic. Tape. Usain Bolt's ankle skin. I don't know a ton about, I broke an ankle one time. I don't know a ton about joints. I don't know a ton about ligaments. I don't know a ton about, I don't know enough to be like, I'm, I'm sitting here as a professional. Mm-hmm. But he's going to walk. Every time there's a timeout, someone's going to run, set a stool down for him. Yes. It's got to be dramatic. Oh, the whole thing. Yeah. They're, they're going to they're gonna put two thumbs on top, and then someone's going to roll in on like a car mechanics wheelie thing laying on their back. Yeah. Just like that, like a pit stop. <laughs> and what's he going to do? Hit that big shot. Mm-hmm. What's he going to do? Get that big block chasing someone down. Yep. What's he going to do? Highlight, highlight, highlight. Is this, has the script been leaked for this NBA season? Because that sounds like a great ending. <laughs> It'll be crazy at the end when Jake Paul comes out after the Lakers win the championship and he challenges LeBron to a boxing match. LeBron's like that. LeBron is like a foot taller than Jake Paul. We'll beat the hell out of him. Not if not if Jake Paul hits him in the ankle. Uh-uh. <laughs> you can't hit the ankle. It's in the rules. A little ankle biter. Have you heard of below the belt? That's as far below the belt as you can get. I just thought that was about like saying negative things. I didn't get that until right now. <laughs> what? Yeah, I thought that was like when you're like, you know, when it's like, you know, like when you're talking to your brother and you're like, dad loved me most, you know. Oh, that was below the belt. Yeah, that's what I thought that meant. Does he... Insult punched you in the nuts. That's what that means. Or if you keep going down, eventually the ankle. David Weesey Carl joins us after the break. Today's I-9 Varsity, I-9 Varsity of Dessert Cake Boys. Okay, here we go. Very excited about this one. We're only on until, what are we on, until 6.30, Robert? Yes. Lady Lobos basketball, they're on the road, Fresno State. Fresno State also home with the Lobos tonight, senior night. Cool thing. I'm into this song. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program. Today's I-9 Varsity, the I-9 Varsity 
of dessert cakes. Excited about that. It's going to be one of the best ever. I could tell already. My, head, my headphones are doing something weird. I'll figure that out on my end. League Office 280 at i9sports.com. Joining us on the program, David Weesey Carl. Everyone knows of the Uni- New Mexico United. David, welcome to the show. Gentlemen, thank you for having me on. Uh, excited to talk a little bit about something I'm very passionate about, uh, which is which is delicious dessert snack cakes. It's a- <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> What's your problem, Robert? What are we doing here? This, would... <laughs> this is this is quality radio. Hey, this is great. We're bringing this, in the, this is great. Bringing in the expert, David Weesey Carl, <laughs> talk about oh. uh, uh, dessert cakes. Uh, Van, we would like for you to start. It will then go Robert, then yeah. David, then myself. Oh, you're going to bat cleanup today. Yeah, there huh? we go. Okay. Well, I'm an excellent leadoff hitter and the only one out of the four of us that can play baseball. So good choice. I'll get on base right now. Weird flex. Listen, so, to, the, listen to that dig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so as you boys know, uh-huh. it's not the case anymore, but I used to partake in a lot of jazz cabbage. Okay. And you know what goes well with jazz cabbage? What is that? Tasty treats. Mm-hmm. So in my late teens and early 20s, I might have been the foremost expert on jazz cabbage influenced tasty treats. And this one tops the bunch. Stone Cold Sober, not great. <laughs> Hungry, <laughs> not great either. Uh-huh. But when you're flinging, flanging off a little Satan salad, off that devil's lettuce, Hostess Crunch Donuts. Oh, okay. They're the ones that no one ever picks ever until you accidentally have one and you realize the gas station crunch donut is superior to the powdered, the glazed, and the chocolate donut. Mm. Dipping these boys in a little milk is magical. First on my I-9 varsity of dessert cakes is crunch donuts. Okay. That that one would not have made my list. No. And I'm not talking about quality donuts from a reputable store. I mean gas station Rip them out mm-hmm. of the plastic yeah, got it. and okay. go to town. Complete understanding. Okay, thank you. Just no. All right, <laughs> I'm going to stay with Hostess. Yeah, smart. But I'm going to go with the obvious answer here: the glazed jumbo honey bun. Very good, smart. And for a bonus, you put uh, it in the. Oh, mi- that was that was going to be later in my list. <laughs> yeah. the, for bonus, you put it in the microwave. Yep. Five seconds. Five seconds. Yep. Any any more than that, Mm-mm. you have honey bun toast. So yeah, five seconds. Yeah. There Can you I go. take this to another level for you, Robert? Go ahead. Take this to another level. You you take some tin foil, you put it on the tin foil, you put that on the grill for about oh. a minute, and the thing gets caramelized. Oh. It's perfect. So that incredible. is so much effort for a ninety nine <laughs> cent honey bun. It's so worth it. It's so worth it. Dave, please bring more to the table. Yeah, I'm also sticking with Hostess here for the first round mm-hmm. uh, and, and hitting a classic uh, ding-dongs. Ding-dongs Ooh, are the way okay. to go. Smart. I don't know chocolate you're... cakes with the vanilla on top. And then uh, just in the past few years, they've introduced a vanilla patriotic version called the Star Spangled Ding-dong, which oh. in addition to being a delicious cake is also a great insult. Correct. <laughs> so I can't tell well if David is stealing my bit here. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> or if this is pure coincidence that he went with the ding dong, mm-hmm. which I was also going to lead with okay. for other reasons. Um, quick audible. What would those reasons be, Fred? Quick audible. We'll find out. The, um, 
So hear me out, boys. You start dating a girl with a nut allergy, okay? Okay. You start dating a girl that's allergic to nuts. Okay. You just build up tolerance is what you do. And then you get a Little Debbie's pecan spin wheels. You went almond. Mm. Yeah, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. And then you put them in the cabinet there, or because I grew up poor, on top of the fridge. Mm-hmm. And then she never touches them because of the allergy. And yeah. what you have is you have an entire box, all eight count all of Little Debbie pecan yeah. spin wheels. So give me Little Debbie pecan spin wheels. Mm. Okay, I think that's. A great reference, and I know it's near and dear to your heart, but I think those are way down on the list. Going to be honest here. I get them all. I will not share them. (laughs) And also, at my height, I can put anything on top of the fridge, and it's basically unaccessible to any senorita here in the state. Hey, David Weesey Carl. Yes, sir. You know what a star-spangled ding-dong is? Uh, It's a delicious vanilla cake and a great insult. We've been over this. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's a really good zinger. Next uh, on my list uh, are the Hostess Iced Vanilla Zingers. So it takes Twinkies, oh, Twinkies mm. to a next level as you add a strip of absolutely unneeded and unnecessary cream right on top of a Twinkie that's already filled with cream. And what I like about the Iced Vanilla Zingers is they're denser than a Twinkie. Twinkie seems like fake. Seems like science made it. But the hostess, Ice Vanilla Zinger, it's like your grandma put the time mm, into it. Good really cares about you and loves you. That's way better than your first thing. Also okay. way better on weed. All right. My next one is, <laughs> the only disclaimer for this next one is you cannot eat too many if you care about having your feet. Oh, okay. okay. This is a little you specific. Strawberry shortcake rolls by Little Debbie. Oh, my goodness. Are phenomenal. Way better than the board game. Oh, it is so good. And it, it, it's so unique because it's rolled up with the strawberry jam and then the, the little white stuff. I don't know what that's called. But <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the strawberry jam. That's mine. Strawberry shortcake rolls. But you cannot eat too many if you like to have both feet. Okay, good answer. Super good answer. Robert. What's up? It's now Dave's turn. All right, gentlemen. Okay. You know, I think you're all well aware that I am a proud Philadelphian. Mm, correct. I love the city yeah. of Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the great things, including, you know, freedom that was born in the city of Philadelphia, <laughs> um, is Tasty Cake. I'm not sure if you guys have heard of Tasty Cake. Great company. Yes, very uh, familiar. They to expand outside of the Northeast, and so they are here in New Mexico now. The best thing that they make, the Tasty Cake Coffee Cakes. With the cream in the middle. I know exactly what you're talking about. Unbelievable. Right. I'm in. Not to be confused with fancy cakes, which are a little Debbie product that are insanely good. Not to be confused with that. I got to try this. Thanks, David. All right. So hear me out. Yep. You get a girlfriend who's allergic to peanut butter. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. So what you do is you go and you buy Nutty Buddies. No. Yeah. Oh, yes. you took my yes. next one. You scurvy shyster. And then, whenever she's being real bad, you you take them apart plank by plank, and you eat them right in front of her, and you say, you say, no nutty buddies for you because of the peanut allergy, but you get to enjoy the entirety of it, and she'll never take one out of the package, including all 12 bars to yourself. Give me the nutty buddy. Is there a mirror behind me? <laughs> Are you just, mm. just stealing my answers? 
So very good answer. That's a really good answer. Congratulations. Last one, Van. Okay, we talked about. Oh, we're, we're this is last this round. Is this, last is the, this is the last round. Last round. Last yeah. round. Last round. We right never here. let you go first. Yeah. So you weren't okay. ready for this. Okay, so I'm gonna scratch one of my answers. Uh huh. And I'm gonna go with my cleanup hitter, my heavy hitter. Mm-hmm. The best dessert cake of all time. Okay. And the best dessert cake of all time is dessert cake. It's gross. Eat pie like an adult. Pie is better than cake, Ugh. and it's not even close. You get some rhubarb strawberry pie a la mode. So We're in America. You do apple. Pie is superior to cake, and it's not even close. I don't care what any of you have to say. Pie. Moon pie is Van's answer. Yeah, answer. I was going to say, yeah. what is he talking about? Yeah, Robert. What is he talking you know, about? There, pie. There, you ever hear that saying, Van, where you're not wrong, you're just an a-hole? Oh, yeah. You know, like, pie is, pie is better than cake. But that wasn't the assignment. <laughs> Not at all. All right. I'm going straight to the top, fellas. Smart. Little Debbie's oatmeal cream pies. Mm. Very good. Gets Overrated. no better than that. Oh, come on. You ever put ice cream on one? Yes, exactly. Uh, that was gonna, that's what I was just about to say. Someone who thinks it's overrated never put any ice cream no on ice top cream of it. On it. Yeah. Well, you, you get two of them and you I put mean, ice cream in the middle. There you go. That's my final answer. Oatmeal cream pie by Little Debbie's. Smart. Answer. All right. So I thought we were doing five here, so I prepared five. <laughs> uh, one of them was taken away, which is honey buns, which is a great answer. Mm-hmm. That was going to be my number two. My number three was going to be zebra cakes, which are phenomenal. Very good answer. Um, but my number, my re- number one. The reason answer, we're on this. Also by little, also by little Debbie, Christmas tree cakes, the best snack cake ever made with those little sprinkles on top. They are unbeatable the best christmas the best snack cake ever made so that's just a zebra cake seasonal mm-hmm. shaped like a christmas tree christmas tree and what you're what you're feeling oh, yeah. to remember oh go ahead go ahead dave with with sprinkles don't forget the sprinkles yeah, with the huh, sprinkles of course naturally and if you like me as a child you would get two of them and you would turn one upside down and then you would put them together the stairs you know what i'm talking about so you were way into scissoring before i was way uh, <laughs> You even scissored your tasty treats. You're not going to be able to quit this for Lent. There's no way. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> and by the way, just one little piece to add on to that. Little Debbie has made ice creams out of all of these snack cakes. They're tremendous. Uh, uh, zebra cake ice cream, Nutty Buddy ice cream, Christmas tree cake ice cream. They are phenomenal. Cosmic brownies, but not the one with the little sprinkles on top with the peanuts on top. Same reason. Just uh, okay. to cool, keep cool, everything cool. to yourself. Yeah. So. There you go, boys. Good varsity. <laughs> Dave, what's going on with the United? Individual tickets go on sale tomorrow. So what? you get your season ticket package. Ooh. If you don't have your season ticket package, you just want to buy for individual matches, they'll be on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m. And all season ticket holders get 20% off individual game tickets for the entire year. So hang out with us for that. Come out to the first match uh, at home. is going to be in mid-April, but we've got some away matches coming up prior to that. Looking forward to having everybody out at the lab. All right, so so what does promo code two men on get you? Like what is that? How does that work with tickets? <laughs> yeah, you get you actually get negative twenty percent off. <laughs> uh, so fifteen dollar ticket now twenty twenty bucks, actually twenty five percent extra. Um but I uh, did put in uh, officially today all three of your media credentials. Oh, so let's that should go. be coming here soon. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. Hey, I'd like Look, no, promo no. promo code promo code two men on gets you two scissoring Christmas cakes. That's yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> Dave, hey, no punchline here, Dave. You said fifteen dollars ticket. There are tickets as low as fifteen dollars. 
Yeah, so we when we put together the ticketing map, uh, it was really important to us that the, the games were accessible to everybody, right? So we put together entire huge swaths of the stadium that are under 20 bucks. Um, that's really important. Uh, you know, we, there are definitely high value, high dollar tickets for the people who want to be fancy schmancy and, you know, sit at the 50 and, you know, have the drinks and the food and all that kind of stuff. And that's great. No, nothing wrong with that at all. But for somebody who just wants to bring out the family, we have several sections, many sections of tickets, huge swaths of the stadium for under 20 bucks. That's important to us to make it accessible for everyone. That's super sweet. Awesome. Yeah, sweet. Taking care of it. I'm about that life. Okay, from live chat is not fair to this. You can't just name regional cakes all the time. Yeah, because it's not for everyone. Friend of the show, Craig, says Drake Devil Dogs. Yeah, I don't know. No clue. Never heard of it. Never heard of that. Consult the Googles right now. Though. You guys have never heard of Devil Dogs? I don't even know what that is. So Devil Dogs are pretty very similar to Swiss Rolls. Okay, I'm super into Swiss Rolls. I don't know why I did. Oh, you know why I didn't make the list? No peanuts. Ah. I was looking for peanut. I was doing, going with oh, allergies. Drake's, Drake's is also owned by Hostess. Those look good. Yeah, they do. They That's look like real a, soft. A long, a long black Twinkie. Also, like if given they're the very, out, they're very good. Cut they're very that. Good. New Mexico United tickets, individual games on sale tomorrow. Also, if you sign up, get your season ticket stuff. Sounds like you get twenty percent off. So that's the deal too. Dave, you're the best, brother. Appreciate you guys. Uh, enjoy your Christmas tree cakes, and I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> That's, that's good in the business called a callback. Yeah, he's very good at this. He's low key the nicest guy. Like not just like in the world of sports, but you are not lying. Overall, yeah, this is a hundred percent truth. There are two guys in the world that we live in here, the industry world or whatever. David Carl in New Mexico United. David Weesey Carl, Brandon Ortega. Yeah, you got to say Brandon. These two dudes care and give more than any two dudes in the mm. game. That's tough competition. I'm jealous. Michelle Montoya over the isotopes. Those three, mm-hmm. juggle them. Yeah. Juggle all of them. How fortunate we are to be friends and enjoy snack cakes together. <laughs> <laughs> You're off tomorrow. Tyler's in? Yes. Okay. Yes. So what we need to do, Van, and it'll be like a, like whenever you like perform a test. Okay. We should go get multiple boxes of snack cakes, pull one individual one of every one, create a platter, and then see which one Tyler selects first. Okay. Then, you, you know what I'm talking about? I do. Uh, it's very that might be too easy. <laughs> what? You got to put a blindfold on him or something. No, I want to See know. if he can identify him by taste. We just want to naturally see his ranking. Yeah, I want to see how he ranks them. In the wild. We, oh, that depends on what he did before he came to the show. <laughs> oh, we know what he did. <laughs> we know what he did. He just woke up. <laughs> From the live chat, now I'm creaming. Now I'm creaming. Now I'm craving little Debbie's oatmeal cream cakes. Hey. I agree. agree completely. Where we get back, more two men on. We're wrapping up the program, right? We're handing it off to Lobos after this? Lady Lobos? Yeah, we got some time. One more. All right. One T- more. Ten minutes. Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Joining us on the program, D2, the Mighty Wayne. Wayne, how are you, brother? Hey, I'm doing great. Scissors to everybody. Thanks for taking my call. <laughs> oh, love this. So good. <laughs> you can't give up scissors. Don't even pretend you will. Um, 
Bring it back. Um, So I wanted to say some positive words about the Lobo men's basketball program real quick. I wanted to say that I really do hope that they uh, win in a huge fashion tonight and that they take their next game so that we can boast that at least we had a winning season because that that really in itself is a big boast, especially when you look at recent seasons. So I really wish them the best of luck tonight. And going a little further at the tournament, I really just think we should run the the table, take it, and then get our NCAA invite because at that point it will shut up everybody about whether this was a great year or not but um if we can't achieve those two things it's going to be hard to have positive words uh in the off season i mean you are me wayne i mean you are me exactly yeah um and i i was going to ask your advice because i know you are three very sage gentlemen and you're about to get credentialed although in my mind and in a lot of people's minds you guys are beyond credentials um and that question is this i'm sorry we kind of just walk in the stuff we don't really know yeah (laughs) if you only knew if you were with (laughs) us wayne you'd be walking in too (laughs) <laughs> we'll keep walking in, but I, I accidentally at work today, I sent an email to my boss's boss and I use talk and text a lot and I'm not a really good proofreader. Yeah. Ouch. And unfortunately Ouch. there was a word sweetheart in there. Um, oh. And so I'm, I'm not sure how to roll this back. Go to Walgreens, like, yeah. go to Walgreens right now. Buy the sweetheart candy on sale on sale. Mm-hmm. Valentine's day just ended. Okay. Should be available to you. Take it to the office okay. and then, like, deliver it to others in the office, including her. And then if it ever comes up, be like, oh, I'm sorry, talk to text. I I was planning on bringing sweethearts <laughs> today. And that should cover it. That should cover the whole thing. Yep. Voila. Okay. I'm going to go I'm gonna go buy a, a dollar store right now. I should probably get a Humphrey Bogart hat and jacket and just, you know, start saying sweetheart like everywhere, too. That <laughs> yeah. You just got to lean into well. it all the way. It, you know, you know, like we, yeah, I think yesterday we made reference to $100 handshakes. We, you could do sweetheart oh, handshakes yeah, moving. Really, yeah, sweetheart handshakes moving I, forward. You know, I don't know. If, well, okay. I'm going to actually notice how many people eat the candy that comes from my palm. I doubt it's going to be any. But, you know, you guys, I always bring you the right questions, and you take me to the trough. I just have to drink from it now. That's Everything about that sentence is correct. Mm-hmm. Wayne, we're leaving the program. You're the best, brother. Hey. Appreciate you. Peace out. Here's what we learned today, boys. <laughs> we learned that load management is the best thing of all time. Eddie Nunez is the best athletic director of all time. Nailed that one. The best snack cakes of all time mm-hmm. are when David Carl puts them on his grill. Oh, my goodness. It puts, what do you say, bacon sauce on? No, <laughs> he said it caramelizes. He said, That's he, a lot of work. That's a lot of work. He said you drizzle it with a little bacon runoff. He said, oh, okay. Makes sense. <laughs> hey, you know what else we learned today? That some of our fans know how to work the text line because we're talking about animal adjacent artists yeah. coming through town somebody sent like 20 straight animal adjacent texts saying can't wait for alien ant farm can't wait for papa <laughs> roach can't wait for pussycat dolls oh yeah Hootie and the blowfish county crows death leopard the monkeys eagles doja cat that's how you do it nailing it just nailing it we're gonna get up to five thousand real quick white snake bow wow pitbull shout out to seven five six one you know who you are also go lobos
Which is yeah. a good way to yes. end that. I'll Pretty be much. there. You see me walking around, give me a high five. Lady Lobos tonight on this air. Men's on KKOB. Men's at home. If you're down there, say hi to your boys. Final words? Too much for the time allotted, my friend. But anything we didn't cover, which is ample, make sure you check out on the opening drive tomorrow with Jeff, JJ, and A. Marie. Yes, stick around for the Lady Lobos coming up next. Good job, everyone. GG. We out. Tomorrow, Burger.